Bards FM podcast. This is Scott Kesterson, and tonight you're listening to War of the Worlds. This war is real. Fighting is everything. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Tempt not the righteous man to draw his sword. Conviction. Righteousness. Ruthlessness. To understand tolerance, you have to understand the line of intolerance. War is the teacher. Soldiers are the students. They become the bards of war. Good evening, patriots. And tonight is Friday, May 20th in the year 2022. Lots of things happening. The Sussman trials moving forward. Tucker Carlson is finally coming around to warn about the loss of U.S. sovereignty, which is good news. The Democrats are still evil and selling out the world for their desires of pedophilia and deviant sexual behavior. And uh, Jankowitz, the former czar of the Truth Commission, is upset that she's not being recognized for the greatness of the human being that she is. All of that said... Make sure you're getting a good night's sleep. There's nothing more important right now than getting a good night's sleep. And to do that in the midst of this insane world, you need good products to do that. And the way you do that is to go to MyPillow.com and take advantage of one of their great sales that's going on right now. Let's get a message from Mike Lindell. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell. And as you know, my passion is to help each and every one of you get the best sleep of your life. That's why I created my new Giza Dreams bed sheets. I started by using the world's best cotton called Giza. It's only grown in a region between the Sahara Desert, the Mediterranean Sea, and the Nile River. It's ultra soft and breathable, but extremely durable. I guarantee you they'll be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. I do not like my sheets. I love Mikey's a dream sheet. I'm interrupting this commercial to bring you my BOGO extravaganza. For example, you can buy one of my Giza Dream bed sheets and get a second set absolutely free. Or my six-piece towel sets. Buy one set, get another one absolutely free. Or you can get my classic premium my pillow and get another one absolutely free. So call the number on your screen or go to mypillow.com. Use your promo code to get my buy one, get one free offers and get deep discounts on all my pillow products. And you can head over to mypillow.com forward slash bards. Take advantage of these many savings. That's a Bards Nation's landing page. Use your promo code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, and take advantage of all the great savings on everything from the pillows, my pillow classics, the new pillow, the, the Giza cotton pillow. You can take advantage of the savings on my <clears throat> on the Giza cotton sheets, which are incredible. And of course, they have great savings on many other things, including my slippers, which you can save $90 on a pair right now. Just incredible savings. You can use your promo code anywhere on the Frank Speech site, on the My Store site, and on the My Pillow site. And if you want to speak to a real person, they have Patriot Pillow Counselors on standby, ready to receive your call. Just call 800 975 2939, 800 975 2939, and use your promo code BARDS. And they're going to hook you right up, Patriots. You're never going to be sorry. You're going to be happy. You're going to be sleeping all the time. You'll be like, oh my goodness, BARDS, I've got to get up and do a listen to one of your shows. I've been enjoying sleeping all day and having my donuts. Don't do too much of that, though. You do too much of that, you're going to be having to spend a lot of time exercising later. 
Sleep is good. Donuts are great. Exercise, also essential. <laughs> All right, Patriots. Let, let me start with a, a really nice little piece here by our dis- disinformation czar, Nina Jankovitz, just to kind of kick the evening off with the level of insanity where the world is. I have watched this happen multiple times in my public life career. Van Jones, when he was at a, a position in the White House, who was run out of office because he'd signed some petition. And Shirley Sherrod, who was a, a officer of the U.S. Department of Agriculture, who said something wildly taken out of context. Like, what was the experience of being the focal point of this sort of, like, massive frenzy like over the last few weeks? Well, it it was really overwhelming, Chris. I mean, frankly, you know, I have prided myself over my career of being a really nuanced, uh, reasonable person. Again, as I said, I've I've briefed and advised both Republicans and Democrats. I admire some of the steps that the Trump administration even took to combat disinformation, including Senator Rob Portman and his bills against deep fakes and, you know, funding the Global Engagement Center at the State Department. So to say that I'm just a partisan actor was was wildly out of context. And then beyond that, it wasn't just you know, these mischaracterizations of of my work, but it was death threats against my family. Over the last three weeks, I have maybe had one or two days I didn't report a violent threat, something like, we're coming for you and your family. You and your family should be sent to Russia to be killed. Encouragement mm. of me to commit mm. suicide. Um, mm-hmm. All of those have been forwarded to the Department of Homeland Security's oh. uh, security services. And, you know, that's, that's not uh, something that is American. That is not how we should be acting when we have disagreements about policy in this country. I think we need to learn how to be adults in the room. Um, and I don't have time for that childishness. I'm not going to let it silence me. I'm going to go oh. forward and, and continue uh, building awareness about this threat in the future. Oh, yes. All right, Nina Jankowitz, I'm very sorry that happened to you. Oh, really. I'm not. Um, and thank not. you for taking some time tonight. I really appreciate it. Oh, you're so welcome, Nina Jankowitz. <laughs> that's, a, that's a real sad story. And I, I know that we need to just be really a lot more understanding when somebody takes policy and takes a bulldozer to the constitution that says freedom of speech and starts saying that the government has right to tell you what to think, Nina. Anyway, I'm so sorry. Your life was so tough and that you had to quit and it was over so quickly. Fame didn't last long. That's okay. All right, Patriots. Here's the deal. We have a society right now that has been effectively how can we say it nicely? No, we can't say it nicely. We, we're living in a land of stupid. I don't know how else to say this. We're living in a land of stupid. And these people are actually believing that their this childhood acts are going to persuade people to literally comply with what they want. Unfortunately, there are those on the progressive left that chose the pathway to brain lobotomy that are finding this to be a very energized time, that they're finding this to be a great time to be embracing the idea of pronouns and ridiculous concepts about men having babies and whatever else. But the problem is that enough people that think that way can become vulnerable to a lot of dramas and fears and then help a small insurgent pedophile class steer this country into the bowels of hell. Let's go back in time. We're going to go back, actually, to 1938. We're going to go back to the War of the Worlds, which was narrated by Orson Welles as an adaptation to H.G. Wells. And it was a radio program. And, in fact, 
the radio Progret cast, which was a radio program, which people didn't know was an actual radio show, was broadcast on Halloween on the at 8 p.m. on October 30th in 1938. And it was broadcast over the Columbia Broadcasting System radio network. The episode is famous for causing mass panic among its listening audience, though the scale of panic is disputed as the program had relatively few listeners. Not entirely true. It was a test case to see what would happen and how easily it would be to control the populace. So let's listen to the beginning of the program. Two minutes and 22 seconds. We are bringing you an eyewitness account of what's happening on the Wilmoth Farm, Grover's Mill, New Jersey. We now return you to Carl Phillips at Grover's Mill. Ladies and gentlemen, my aunt. Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, here I am, back of a stone wall that adjoins Mr. Wilma's garden. From here, I get a sweep of the whole scene. I'll give you every detail as long as I can talk and as long as I can see. The more state police have arrived. They're drawing up a cordon in front of the pit. About 30 of them. No need to push the crowd back now. They're willing to keep their distance. The captain's conferring with someone. Can't quite see who. Oh, yes, I believe it's Professor Pearson. Yes, it is. Now, now they've parted and the professor moves around one side... Studying the object while the captain and two policemen advance with something in their hands. I can see it now. It's a white handkerchief tied to a pole. Flag of truce. If those creatures know what that means, what anything means. Wait a minute. Something's happening. A humped shape is rising out of the pit. I can make out a small beam of light against a mirror. What's that? There's a jet of flame springing from that mirror and it leaps right at the advancing men. It strikes him head on. Lord, they're turning into flames. Now the whole field's caught up by the woods. The fires, the, the gas tanks, tanks of the automobiles spreading everywhere. Coming this way now, about 20 yards to my right. Ladies and gentlemen, due to circumstances beyond our control, we are unable to continue the broadcast from Grover's Mill. Evidently, there's some difficulty with our field transmission. However... We will return to that point at the earliest opportunity. In the meantime, we have a late bulletin from San Diego, California. Professor Indelkoffer, speaking at a dinner of the California Astronomical Society, expressed the opinion that the explosions on Mars are undoubtedly nothing more than severe volcanic disturbances on the surface of the planet. We continue now with our piano interlude. That will make you feel good, a little piano. This is actually a very powerful program, and what was so unique about it is the fact that it was it was not announced, like I said, as it was a radio program, which would be kind of like guerrilla theater, and it was a brilliant adaptation to World War of the Worlds, I will tell you that, but the effect of it was also profound, and it's one of the reasons that later in, in history it has been said that this was actually run in part as a program to test the people's response to some sort of an event like this. Now, if, you have a, if you've been paying attention, we've been having a lot of UFO nonsense in our news lately in the midst of all of this crisis and crazy as the Hunter Biden laptop now becomes fully available in full downloadable form. All the emails and all the nasties that are in there, you can now download and have on your own special version at home if you want to peruse those at night. 
We have the Sussman case that's going on. They now concluded today that Hillary Clinton officially approved the scam against President Trump. We have the war going on in Ukraine, which takes us back to the Khazars and the center of power for the deep state, which is the Khazarian Mafia, and all the other nasties that are going on there, the U.S.-funded biolabs, the network of experimentation labs as well that were with those that were being apparently the members of DOD were involved in experimenting on handicapped children and other nasty things. We have the understanding and reveal of the depth of money laundering, which ties to the Hunter Biden laptop, ties to Joe Biden, it ties to Hillary Clinton, and how pretty much everything in our world is not as it seems, including our elections, which has been have been going on for years, over and over, to bring about a idea for the public that we were actually voting for somebody when, in fact, we never have been. Again, all the illusion, but the illusion's starting to collapse. And with the illusion and it's starting to collapse, all of the old tricks and games are falling apart. We're starting to see people for what they really are. Like Kamala Harris. Here's a good one for you. And so I think about this subject of our yellow school buses in that regard. Because think about it. Yellow school buses are our nation's largest form of mass transit. How about that? Every day. So, yes, and let's applaud because they get somewhere they need to go. <laughs> and every day, then think about this in terms of the numbers. Every day in our country, more than 25 million children ride to and from school on our nation's fleet of school buses every day. <laughs> I'll tell you, that's the vice president of the United States right now. That's confidence for you right there. Imagine if something happened to Sleepy Joe, hand puppet of the, of the deep state, she would be the one that would have the nuclear codes. Hope you feel good about that. Thing is that these people are really being revealed for what they are in part because as people wake up and, and have continued to dig and question, we've bypassed one of the greatest control mechanisms ever, ever devised in history. And it's not just the media, and that's part of it, but it's also the education system. So I'm going to give you a little history here of how we got to this place in the U.S. history and education, in the history of the U.S. education system. You know that German high school students learn about U.S. propaganda in their English courses in high school? Oh, yeah. And American schools are straight up propaganda, and I can tell you how they did it. Following World War I, the Rockefeller, Carnegie, and Guggenheim Foundations wanted to prevent Americans from getting back to an anti-war mindset. How did they do it? $400,000 in college grants, which was a tremendous amount of money at the time, given to 20 hand-picked students, college students, around the country. Fast forward 10 years, those students made up the governing board of the American Historical Association. What did they do? They have immense influence over best practices as it relates to training new history teachers and what goes in to history textbooks. And so we shouldn't be surprised of where our education system is right now. Because what's happening is it's we're actually seeing the education system do exactly as it was designed to do. Here's a second part of that 
piece I just played. Did you know that German high school students learn about U.S. propaganda in their English courses in high school? Welcome to what's probably going to be my most controversial video ever. The U.S. school system is never going to be fixed because it's already doing what it was made to do. Our public education system was never created to educate in the first place. It was meant as a means to train obedient citizens. Let's consider this quote by John D. Rockefeller. I don't want a nation of thinkers, I want a nation of workers. Truth be told, I could go on with quotes like these, but here's the gist of it. Schooling and education are two different things. Do you ever wonder why you have to raise your hand in class? Why didn't they teach us how to do our taxes or manage our money? I will delete this entire account if you can tell me one person that uses the Pythagorean theorem. Teachers excluded, obviously. Now, why would we create an education system that teaches people to be smart enough to do what they're told, but not smart enough to question why? That word would be obedience, <clears throat> as we have seen manifest over these last two years at an extreme level that none of us ever imagined possible that had even a little bit of awakening. The American public has been dumbed down very effectively and very strategically and intentionally over the last 50 to 100 years. And incrementally, it has gone on step by step. We take the education of my grandparents, which eighth grade was a high level of education. Their educational acumen at eighth grade exceeds what most students are at leaving college today with a bachelor's degree. So effectively, they have taken and they've re reduced or retarded, repressed would be a better term, the education system by about six years in development. European systems are more advanced, and in fact, the European systems in many ways are more trade-driven. But the American education system is an abomination. It was designed specifically to maintain a control, which has allowed them to do many of the things. So I go back to the piece we played at the beginning, which was the radio program of 1938. When we look at that in context, it's really no surprise that it had such an effect on the people that were listening. The news had these programs that they were listening to. There was a very distinct formatting when people were going to hear a, a radio program, and they were very focused on this. They were trusting that it would be distinctly separated from a radio entertainment program versus a radio pr program for news. What H.G. Wells, or Orson Wells, excuse me, what Orson Wells did in his rendition is he blurred the lines, and he took away the secure definitions of things and he suddenly threw people into a world where they were listening and dependent on the voices that they were coming to trust. And, dis and those lines were blurred. It, it was essentially a, a violation of trust. And while it was a, a fantastic rendition, in my opinion, of the original War of the Worlds for radio, it nonetheless demonstrated how effective, even with very grounded people, a program could be to manipulating fear. Fast forward to today, and we have seen that same method used in its various forms, blending fear with this pandemic, and we've seen the entire world plummet off the cliff, not for an alien invasion, but for an invisible enemy, which has come out of nowhere and which has haunted us, apparently, lurking under the bed, lurking under your fingernails, requiring you to wash 18 times a day, putting a face diaper on continuously, and roll up your sleeves to take the vax. 
This is all a construct of how they've been waging war on the world. And we are all a victim of their ways, and we have to start changing the way we look at things in order to overcome their attacks. This isn't going to stop either. We're in the middle of a a major fight right now, and we are seeing the elevation and escalation of this fight because so much is being revealed. And they're starting to ramp up in other fronts. Their objective ultimately is to round herd people into cities where people will become dependent on their food manufacturing facilities that they're currently building at $100 million a copy, where you will be eating greens and grown protein. And they're trying to make it such that it's impossible to grow meat as well. Take a listen to this one minute and 32 second piece on banning animals in Oregon. Oregon animal extremists are now working to reintroduce IP13 under a different name, Petition 3, which was introduced on March 16, 2022. They are hoping to collect enough signatures so it will be on the voting ballot in 2024. The goal is to make it illegal to utilize animals for food, fiber, or simply companionship. This is accomplished by making common veterinary and animal husbandry practices hunting, fishing, and even standard training practices illegal. These activities could then land farmers and pet owners with a criminal record and prison time. It is imperative for the livelihood of the people of Oregon, including farmers and ranchers, that it does not become law. The passing of P3 will set a dangerous precedent for other states to follow. This attempt to criminalize animal ownership and animal agriculture is not the first. Colorado's Initiative 16 proposed similar ideas under the guise of animal welfare. Thankfully, it was thrown out on a technicality and because the people of Colorado and across the nation stood up and made their voices heard. Complacency has been a friend to animal and environmental extremist groups. It is extremely important that as United States citizens, we all stay abreast of the activities of these groups and take action when needed. I've said for a long time that Oregon is the test zone for most of their plans, and we can prove it. Oregon was one of the first states to bring in mail-in voting, and since that happened in the late 90s, we no longer have voting places. We don't even have a voting booth to go to. Everything in this state is allowed to be done by mail and with drop boxes, and the state has just revealed, of course, that the system, even when it's offline, is hackable. Go figure. Oregon is the place they've incubated Antifa and they've incubated the all of the many of the radical movements have come right out of here from Eugene to Portland, Oregon. Portland, Oregon is one of the major sex trafficking hubs in the nation. It's also one of the hubs for heroin in the nation. It also has a port and a long history of human trafficking between here and China. Hence the, the idea of being shanghai if you've heard that before. That came out of Portland when they were actually taking people and people that would come into the bars. They would get them drunk. They'd have a trap door under their chair. They'd drop them into a tunnel space underneath the bar where they'd be put into a cage and kept there for days, if not weeks, and fed a diet of opium. They'd be literally hallucinating. They would be then taken in an underground tunnel to a ship where they'd be put on board most of the time unconscious. When they'd wake up after several days of leaving from Portland and floating out through the Columbia River, 
to the ocean, they would have be given a choice. They would either work as slaves or they'd be cast overboard. That's part of our history in this country. And that's part of what they don't want you to know in this country about what the real sense of how we worked as a nation early on. We are in a ripe time right now with a low education level, with a brainwashing level of people believing things like banning of animals and trying to do that to save the world, if you will, or even crazy stuff like this, which I've played before, but worth playing again. What do you say a woman is? I believe that everyone can identify for themselves. Okay. Um, do, do you believe then that men can become pregnant and have abortions? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have no words, not, not words enough to cover that. Um, this is what we're dealing with as an activated insurgency. They are literally some of the dumbest and most pliable people on the face of the earth. But they're righteous in their minds, and they believe that their cause is about making a better world so that everybody can have their own pronouns, men can have babies, and men and women can flip genders or even be any sort of gender they want. Even genders lately, I've been trying to understand. I've even never even heard of. Like, apparently, there's a new gender that people can identify as cake. I'm not exaggerating. I just came across this last night. You can identify as cake, which means that if you identify as cake and your pronouns are to have to do with cake, you apparently are sweet and happy. <laughs> That's all you relate to. This is a sickness that has taken over the entire world. And it is, a, it is truly the true invisible virus. And whatever is moving it, beside it, to a large degree, what's moving it is very low education and an inability to comprehend truth because they've been channeled so much down this way. Now I want you to imagine the war of the world's peace in today's time. Because there's a lot of technologies that are out there and they've been setting this up, so I'd be very prepared to create a mass hysteria and a mass crisis as they escalate these insanities to try to cover what is the real truths. It's interesting to note that in some of the comments that are coming out of the Sussman case, and Elon Musk today probably did one of the greatest trolls in a long time when he, when he tweeted out S-U-S space man, so sus men, one S. Uh, everything I've read, most people missed it. Sus is the genus of wild and domestic pigs within the even-toed uh, Olgamet family of Sudea. So a sus man in his literal tweet was a pig man, which is awesome. He did a great job. Nice job, Elon. But the, the whole point of this is that education is low. There are people out here that have no idea what Durham is. They have no idea what, who Sussman was. They still believe Hillary Clinton is a sweet lady that would have done great things for the liberal cause, especially if you were a pedophile, transgender, and gay. All those things you would have benefited immensely. Anything to do with women and, and race, black America, or the, the rainbow flag, Hillary Clinton is still their banner, their poster child. 
And yet today what came out is that she had approved the documents and the, and the exercise to frame Trump for something he had never done and make it into the Russiagate issue. These sorts of things are beginning to unravel the deep state, and they're happening on many levels, and they're happening very quickly. And so it's no surprise that you're going to start seeing things escalate rather radically. And so I really don't say lightly to be prepared for some very radical and crazy events, which would include, to a large degree, they would include, as far as even another version of War of the Worlds, a type of release coming through our news media to portray that we are at war with an alien race. And how can we see that? Because they've been queuing it up. They've been talking about their alien files. We know that they've done this just this last week. And they've been discussing alien invasion and the potential of this. This is the setup. Here's two minutes and 36 seconds of this. On Capitol Hill, the search for answers to the unexplained. Yeah, a series of unidentified aerial phenomena spl uh, spotted by military pilots or what most of us might call UFOs. So Congress is holding a public hearing on them right now. And ABC's Martha Raddatz has all the details. It was the videos that were impossible to ignore, and so were the witnesses. Released by the military in 2020, you hear stunned Navy pilots off California's coast in 2015 wondering out loud what the heck they were seeing in the skies. Former Navy pilot Ryan Graves telling GMA the encounters with these physics-defying objects became almost routine. We were seeing them nearly every day that we were flying. Um, we were going out there to do our normal training missions, uh, so we weren't necessarily going out there to track these uh, these objects. According to a U.S. official, defense officials plan to play videos like these to demonstrate how investigators try to determine and explain what is going on. More than 140 encounters reported by military personnel. Going against the wind. The wind's 120 knots to the west. The government report released last year finding a definitive explanation for only one of the encounters, but ruling out that any of the objects were part of any secret government technology or classified black program. So what might they be? A few possible explanations. Counterintelligence devices by potential adversaries or something created by the military's own highly sensitive sensor equipment. These unidentified aerial vehicles basically can do things that no earthbound vehicle can do. We don't know how to do them. And it's really the appropriate thing that the Navy basically said, yep, these pictures are real. They were pinging our radars, but we don't know what they are. The words alien or extraterrestrial were not found anywhere in the government report, but they were not ruled out either. The Pentagon says today's hearings, while it may not find new answers, will help with how these reports are handled. It's about organizing around the effort so that there's a, a common collection process for how these reports get brought into the system, how they get analyzed, uh, how they get investigated, and then how they get adjudicated. Absolute brilliant pieces for in, in terms of propaganda. The clips of the pilots screaming, which is, or, or audio breakups, act, gives the uh, excitement and fear and, and anxiety within the piece.
the calm collection of factual-based reporting to let you know that nowhere in there was an alien word used, which means to say they're hiding something. And now this new reporting format that they're trying to do how to better to report means the media is gearing itself up to become the legitimate source of real transparent news, which will come out of the Biden administration as they ramp up to reveal the true alien invasion. It's coming. And they've got the full template already done. They practiced it. They did it once. They've done it in many other forms, but they know the effectiveness from the original War of the Worlds. And the blending of that is fantastic, except today they have greater technologies. If you're familiar with holographs, holographs, which are all over, and holograms, which are all over right now, holograms and the Project Bluebeam, which they deny exists, which is they can deny the name of Project Bluebeam is what they're actually telling you. The, the technology exists. The ability to project large three-dimensional vehicles into the sky and do so with such precision that they can hide an actual military aircraft within, its, within the hologram. My guess is that whether they can accomplish this or not, we'll see. But my guess is that what they're gearing up to do is they will have, we, you will wake up in certain cities and you will see massive spaceships all over the sky. The news media will project it. They will show what using deep fakes and they will even possibly do some real bombing runs to start blowing up certain parts of the cities. Guarantee there'll be MAGA centers when they do that. And what you can probably anticipate on the heels of this World Economic Forum, which is taking off our sovereignty through the WHO in the, on Sunday, by the way, when they're going to vote for have the WHO take over our sovereignty, you can anticipate something like the media portraying the Biden administration at their fake White House, raising the white surrender flag to the aliens that have now invaded and destroyed our cities. But here's the deal. All of it will be fake. And they've already proven they can do it. When you look at the number of lockdowns that actually happened across this country, hard lockdowns, and when you look at the number of actual events of police arresting people or police doing things, most of that was mason hand, hand, hand puppetry like they do all the time. And in the process, they managed to convince the entire public, the dictators sitting hundreds of miles away, could speak an edict and the people would comply without any problem. That set the stage for something greater now. And what they're trying to do is to break all governments and consolidate everybody under the treaty that is beginning with the WHO this Sunday. Our job continues as always. It's information awareness. To continue to push the truth and question the truth on every single thing that we see. This administration is absolutely the end of the government trust as we know it, and the entire civilization's trust in government has to ultimately be brought to its knees. That's going to be a very difficult process for all of us. And we're going to witness some pretty crazy things. In between, whenever that happens, whatever their big next event is, the biggest attempt that we have, the biggest tool that we have in this fight is our fight of information and truth. Now, just consider this. 
when you start hearing people saying things just like just fix the 2020 election it's for in the sense of elections it's important but in the sense of the whole scope of things it's really not that big of a deal when you it's just part of a bigger puzzle it's not the one thing it's one of many things and you hear me say this all the time durham is not going to solve the problem of the deep state with sussman and the sussman trial Fixing the elections is not going to solve the problem of the CEOs that lead these corporate elites and these unelected officials. We have the issues of trans, transgenderism. We have the issues of pedophilia in our schools. We have the issues of critical race theory and vaccines and illegal immigration and abortion and child kidnapping. We have the issues of NASA and its phony space garbage that it keeps pumping out. We have the issues of adrenochrome and we have the issues of the Fed, inflation, dual citizenship, and of course the, this pervasive Zionism that's been in the back end of all of this. And here's the thing, it's all connected. All of these events which keep us running from one side to the other, it's all connected. And we have to stay focused on the real issue here. We've got to stay true to that path with God and not get deflected by all the things that they want us to do. Because all of this is brought together and brought to you in a special feature event by the world of degenerates, which has been running the world. So in the coming months, it's going to be challenging, and it's going to get more challenging every day. There's going to be more hate than you've ever thought possible. It's going to be more crazy than you ever imagined you would see. But I think in a, in a simple post that was put out today by a guy by the name of Jonathan Shuttlesworth, he probably sums up, this in one perspective on the whole thing. He says, I don't care if monkeypox joins forces with HIV and COVID to become a Marvel comic super virus. I'll never comply with another public health order for the rest of my life. Anyone else? The whole feature here, Patriots, is defy, not comply. Stay true to the walk with God. Don't get sideswiped by all these crazy stuff. And that's literally where we are. The government is going to try every trick it can. The elites are going to use everything that they know what to do. And the only thing they know how to do is fear and to try to persuade you with ultimate fear. Even if you see somebody getting beamed up right before you, ah, pray, grab a, grab a soda, get, grab a lawn chair, sit back, put your forty-five on your hip and wait for them to beam you up. Then shoot a lot and, and enjoy the show. This is, this is going to get crazy. These people are desperate. We're right at that point now where the, their whole little cocoon is falling apart. And what's inside is pretty ugly. Not just pretty ugly, but a whole lot of ugly. Some of the most atrocious and wicked things that we could ever imagine that they're part of on a daily basis. They know what the consequence of that is. They know that once we understand what they've done, they know that once the people of the world finally wake up to the atrocious things that they've done, the atrocities, the crimes against humanity, the intentional poisoning of children and, and elderly with this vax, the destruction of humanity's ability to reproduce, a few things like that. When this stuff starts to really percolate into people's true consciousness, and it's happening, what comes after that is unrestrained violence to them and they know it and they're fearful doubt that take a look at what's going on in Sri Lanka 
and what's happened there as the elite has been finally exposed to what they are. The clock is ticking towards a greater awakening each day. The elites are very fearful, and the only option they have to survive is more fear and more divisiveness. Our greatest victory in this will come about with our unity, our strength in God, and our unwavering commitment to truth. Doing that, there's nothing they can do to us. It'll be a little uncomfortable, but it will also be one of the greatest movies you've ever watched in your life. Patriots, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we come to you today just very humbled and grateful for the time that we spend together in this fellowship each day to reflect deeply on the state of the world and to reflect deeply on our place in it. Lord, you've given us the blessing of being able to see clearly with eyes to see, and you've given us the blessing of bringing the evil into the light, and we're grateful, and so thank you. And in this time now, with our ability to see so clearly and to be able to see exactly what stands before us, it becomes very clear that our role, our greatest role now is to stand fearlessly, to confront this evil with the strength of David, to be able to organize and have the courage of Gideon, and when needed and called upon, to be, have the dedication and the ruthlessness of Joshua. Father, we are ready. This is a time now that these, this evil needs to be expunged, and nothing can stand between us and you. We walk the path. We we're blessed for all that you've given. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. So, patriots, it's time to probably brush up on some of your Orson Welles. Go back. It's on YouTube, by the way. You can listen to the whole radio program. It's about an hour plus, I think. It's a good program. It's worth listening to. Very creative. One of the best radio shows I think ever produced. But just imagine now that put in the context of today with social media and deep fakes. I mean, they did Ukraine, <laughs> and they took half the country right off the cliff with that one. We have whole companies producing ammo, sending millions of rounds to Azov Battalion, 1,700 of which just surrendered yesterday. So they have the ability still to manipulate a lot of people, and it's going to be necessary for us to literally hold that line and it's not going to get easier as the tensions and anxieties increase. Keep yourself in prayer. Keep focused on truth. Get yourself solid with where you are. And be patient because the time is coming that the reveals are before us and they will be undeniable for all. In the process of that, our biggest thing is we have to steward the ship. Keep our azimuth clear and know where we're going and where this is where God wants to lead us. So keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil, never relent. Always press into the fight. These are great times for just deep prayers with Father to get the wisdom that he's offering. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God will always win. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. Walk fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tonight for Fishers of Men. Until then, or until the next time, God bless, and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, 
support any friend, oppose any foe, to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made. Therefore, they can be solved by man. And man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable. And we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push, we climb, we never give in, we become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray, we stand, we live by the words, in God we trust, we fear nothing, 
We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath.